Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. I'm wondering what one or two of your most favored Bible uh, verses are well, and why. I, I wouldn't want to get into it because to me that's very personal. You know, when I talk about the Bible, it's very personal. So I don't want to get into there's verses. No, I don't no want to get into... There's no, no verse that means I, a I lot just, to you that you think about or cite? The, the Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Even to cite a verse that no, you like? No, I don't want to do that. You're I mean, an Old okay. Testament guy or a New Testament guy? Uh, probably equal. I think it's just an incredible... The whole Bible is an incredible... I joke... Uh, very much so. They always hold up the art of the deal. I say my second favorite book of all time. But uh, I just think the Bible is just something very special. All right, guys, welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. We are on episode 85. Man, it does not seem like we've done that many episodes so far. The time has absolutely been flying by. And I couldn't have started this podcast at a better time. Look at the news stories that have developed and come around since I started. You had Kobe. No, Kobe might have been before the podcast. I have to look that up. But you had the coronavirus, COVID-19, and now the George Floyd story, which has led to all the peaceful protests as well as the looting and rioters, and all hell is broken loose. Like I said before, guys, I want to do fun radio. I think it's the job of the radio host. That's doing the type of show I want to do to help people forget about their problem. People are going through tough times right now. They've gone through this pandemic. Now they're not sure about their own safety. And I don't want you to think I'm calling these protesters violent because a lot of them have been peaceful as hell. Take Orlando, for example. Orlando has had some problems, but nowhere near compared to some of the other cities around the country. It's not even a comparison. So protesting can be done the right way. There's just a few bad people out there trying to cause havoc. Still have not been able to figure out who's behind all the shadiness. Who's leaving the pallets of bricks all over the place? That's why it's so confusing being an American, trying to figure out what is the truth and what is not. Because you can't trust the media now. And with the invention of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those platforms, it's blurred the lines even more. So who knows what to believe, but I've seen some pretty suspicious stuff. Don't be suspicious. 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 I mean, I gave you guys my theory yesterday on who's behind all the havoc. I don't know if it's true. I'm not stating it as fact. I really do think somebody is behind all this shady stuff that's going on. These pallets of bricks being left on street corners. I've seen videos of police officers, law enforcement beating down windows. I don't want you to think that I'm a law enforcement hater. I love law enforcement. I respect them. We need them. And it is a dangerous job. I'm not giving them the excuse to accidentally or purposely kill people. No, I'm not. Because there's some jobs that you can't have bad people in. Like doctors, pilots. They need to be on top of their game. And I think police officers need to be put in that same category. They really do. That's just the way that it has to be. And it's a sad fact. 
I know police officers want to go home to their families every single night, but so do the people that they're engaging with on a daily basis. So you just can't have it one way or the other. You just can't. It wasn't demonstrators, but looters who marred the message of peaceful protest with acts of violence. From coast to coast, brazen break-ins as police tangled with criminals. I talked about this yesterday. This whole civil unrest couldn't have come at a worse possible time. It really couldn't have. People have been locked up. Well, not locked up. People have been in their homes for a couple of months, staying away from people. Then they see this happen with George Floyd. And now they're mad. I'm not making excuses for it. Think about this, people. A lot of these people are out of work. We're close to almost 45 million unemployed here in the United States. These people have no income. And like I said, I'm not making excuses for the actions of a few bad people that are looting and rioting. When you've been inside for so long, you don't have a job, you got a family to take care of. I know it doesn't make sense, people. I know it doesn't. There's no excusable reason for the looting and the rioting because you guys are hurting the message of the people that are wanting change because of George Floyd's. In Midtown Manhattan, Macy's flagship ransacked in Herald Square, famed Fifth Avenue raided by thieves smashing windows. After 700 arrests, 8,000 officers could now enforce the city's 8 p.m. curfew. The police in New York City were not effective at doing their job last night. Period. I know Cuomo's trying to be tough, but that might have been a bad move on his part calling out the police officers and law enforcement of New York City. Do you realize how powerful that labor force is in that area? They can sway a lot of votes. And you need the cops on your side right now, Cuomo. You really do. What would you do right now if the cops said, guess what? If we're not doing a good job, fuck you. We're walking out. What are you going to do now? Because Manhattan will burn. That fucking place will no longer exist if you don't have the cops on your side. In some of the nation's biggest cities, the night spiraled out of control early. Across the street from the White House, rubber bullets and flash grenades were launched into a peaceful crowd before curfew. If you believe that our rights are valued, then you would believe that this isn't right. There's also trouble in St. Louis. Steve Patterson is there. City leaders here condemning what they're calling a tragic night of violence. Four police officers shot after peaceful rallying devolves into shootings, fires, and widespread looting. Now a 9 p.m. curfew for the first time tonight. I know he wasn't an active duty cop, but man, did you guys see the video of the 77-year-old African-American retired police officer that was gunned down over some fucking TVs? People, I gotta be honest, I know it sucks. It really sucks to see everything that you've worked for, but it's just material things. These people are stealing. That stuff can be replaced. You know what can't be replaced? Your life. So don't resist. Just let them take it. Because if you fight back, you're gonna lose your life as well as your property. With the president threatening to deploy the U.S. military if governors can't keep their state safe, pockets of violence continue to unfold after seven nights of protest 
in at least 140 cities. And with all this going on, I can only sit back and imagine what our enemies around the world, our rivals, are thinking. Did you guys forget about that whole 9-11 thing we had? Because one of my biggest concerns... As shitty as 2020 has been so far and all the fucked up things that have happened, I'm worried that we are just too preoccupied with everything that's going on right now. That our enemies, China, Russia, Iran, any of the numerous terrorist group that would love a chance to be able to attack us right now. I could see a terrorist attack in the next couple of months, especially with everything going on right now with the riots, the protests, the pandemic, everything just piling up on top of us right now. We're not paying attention. I think our enemies, those countries that I mentioned, are going to try and kick us while we're down. You're tarnishing a, a, a powerful movement right now. It's not allowing our word to be heard. With six police officers shot, and several struck by cars, a plea for the mayhem to end. You people that are killing police officers or law enforcement, you're playing right into Trump's hand. You're playing into all the politicians' hands because you're only giving them an excuse to bring in the U.S. military on U.S. soil. You're giving them what they want. The National Guard deployed in at least 21 states, including California, where looters again raided stores and shut down the 405. This is the moment protesters took over one of the busiest freeways in the nation. You guys already know my thoughts about being out on the streets, the interstates, or the roads. You're just asking for trouble. The streets, those are not meant for people, especially the goddamn interstate, especially the busiest interstate in the fucking country. What are you people doing? Do you not value your life? What good are you going to do for the movement you're supporting if you're dead? Be honest with yourself. You can't expect these people to stop on the road for you. You got to expect that they're scared coming upon a crowd in the middle of the fucking road. I know you're calling it protesting, but the streets are not for people. They're for cars, trucks, semis. Get the fuck off the road. Traffic has come to a standstill. Looting a store, burning a building, attacking a police officer, seeing the death and the destruction cannot bring honor. It's not done in an honorable way. In cities like Portland, Oakland, Denver, and Phoenix, protests have started peaceful. You want to know the common theme about all those cities they just mentioned? Everybody in those cities are high as fuck. That's why it's peaceful. That's why marijuana, weed, needs to be legalized nationally. Do you think we would have the violence that we're having right now if everybody was blazed out of their mind? Fuck no. Everybody would be hugging. The only thing it would be getting robbed is maybe like a convenience store to get snacks. They would not be burning shit, hitting people, killing people. They wouldn't care. After police in Seattle took a knee, hours later, they picked up their guns. Declaring a riot when rocks and bottles were hurled at them. But tonight, after a week of protest, patience is wearing thin as one side of the police line demands order and the other justice. We all know there's a lot of fucked up stuff going on right now. There really is. America is broken right now. It is. 
We're still the greatest country in the world, but we're not as great as we once were. I don't know. That didn't sound right the way it came out. I think instead of war, I should have said was. <sighs> I'm not even going to bother to edit that out. But anyways, moving along, I got a couple random pieces of audio, a little bit of a warning to you guys. If you're going to loot any place, do not roll up on any Asian-owned stores. Because one of the memories I have from the LA riots back in the early 90s was the Asian community popping caps in people's asses that came anywhere close to their store. And this happened again. Now, with the media being the way that it is, and with social media blurring the lines the way that it is, this does not sound 100% authentic. I want it to be authentic, but it sounds almost like a South Park skit. The way this Asian guy was talking in this video, it sounded like Matt Stone or Trey Parker doing the voice. If you've watched South Park for any amount of time, I'm sure you know how their stereotypical Asian voice sounds. And that's how it sounds in this video. But let me set it up for you. This looter broke into this Asian owned store. And in the video, the owner has this looter at gunpoint with an AR-15. And the reason I hope that it's real, I want it to be a lesson to the looters that want to get in and break into people's shit, their small businesses, and steal from them. This guy acted like such a coward. It's amazing how the attitude changes of a person when you have an AR-15 pointed at you. You robbed my store! You think I could play with you? No, 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 huh? no, 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 views or followers on their social media, you really never know. Now, in this next video I'm going to play for you, it is funny, but it's also a little fucked up because that means what happened to this cop for him to lose his radio, his walkie-talkie, how the other law enforcement officers communicate with each other. What happened to him? Did he just get his radio stolen because a looter got his hand on a police radio. And it's sad that I got to set up every piece of audio that I play nowadays because you don't know if this is another case of a setup produced video and, and it could be fake. But goddamn, I hope this is real. The sad thing is, guys, if you're able to get your hands on a police radio and you're able to pull off this prank, I would hope you would come up with better material than just repeating, suck my dick. The content is endless when it comes to having your hands on a police radio. There's so much shit you could have done besides just repeat yourself saying, suck my dick. Chat time, 2157, unauthorized transmission. Okay, I'll give him credit. I'll give him credit. He moved on to another sexual organ besides dick. He moved on to pussy. 2157. I got it. 2157. Copy the solar radio central. Somebody had to 
And guess what? This guy better hope they never catch up to him because he is definitely catching a beating. He's going to get the beating of his life when they catch up to him. You wish you could have gotten your hands on a police radio to pull off this prank. I just wish it would have been a lot more creative. My dick. My dick. My dick. the show go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio pedals daily podcast is brought to you by stitchyouup.com for your embroidery screen printing vinyl and direct-to-garment printing needs visit stitchyouup.com stitchyouup specializes in custom caps shirts decals and anything you want to personalize whether it's one item or large orders they can handle any size Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. The preceding commercial uses spokespeople who are not spokespeople, but actual people who are spokespeople crazy. Ricky Mendez here for McGuire's Bullets. COVID-19 doesn't have to keep you down. Quite frankly, it can actually uplift you a bit. How's that? Right now, you can legally, lawfully shoot somebody. That's right. You can shoot anybody that comes onto your property. I've wanted this for years, and now we can do it. So if you come sniffing up on my property, best believe me, I'm going to blow your tits clean off. What am I going to use to do it? Maguire's bullets. Maguire's bullets. Aim for the skull. Harry Tyler for Maguire's bullets. Hi, folks. Please, contrary to what Mr. Sweet Tea Mendez says, you can't shoot somebody during COVID-19 and get away with it. You're gonna go to jail, okay? And if you're gonna do it, God forbid, use the other people's brands, not ours. We've got lawsuits mounting up, and though you would think they would go away with COVID, they're not. So please, use the other brand. But buy ours. We still deliver. McGuire's Bullets. They still deliver. <laughs> Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Want to take this segment alone. Talk about the looters, the rioters, the people that are causing havoc and ruining these peaceful protests for the good people. It really is. It is giving those protesters a bad name because they're getting lumped in with the rioters and the looters. I don't know if you guys saw the story about the Apple store that ended up getting looted. Rioters went in, took all the display stuff. I don't know if they got into the back room where they keep all the product. I'm sure with enough time, they would have gotten there. If you're not smart enough to know that Apple has a plan, it's hard to get one over on Apple. Yes, the company has fallen a little bit since the death of Steve Jobs. But I think all this stuff, the way that they're able to track you, every single phone, laptop, any of that hardware that you stole during the riots, it's useless. It is. And guess what? Come to find out, as soon as you connect it to the Wi-Fi, they know exactly where the fuck you live. Apple with a warning for anyone who has a looted iPhone. The tech giant says it's tracking the phones 
through special security software that was uploaded to the devices. Some phones display a message asking it to be returned. Otherwise, law enforcement would be alerted. Apple's gearing up to reopen dozens of its stores as states continue to ease lockdown restrictions. So after that story, you're probably thinking, I can't get any worse than that. Apple is a high-end store. Nobody would be so brazen to go bigger and larger than what they did at the Apple store. But you would be wrong. 70 fucking cars were stolen from a dealership out in California. I'm still trying to figure out how the hell does a bunch of looters have enough time to steal 70 cars? Think about the logistics of all this. You have to figure out what key goes to what car. That takes a lot of time. How the hell didn't the police, security, or whatever get out there to be able to stop these people? San Leandro Chrysler Dodge is open for business after one of the largest auto theft sprees in memory. Pisses you off, man. You know, you walk in, it's like a war zone. This is cell phone video of some of what happened Sunday night at the dealership on Marina Boulevard. It shows new Dodge cars and trucks screeching out of the lot and onto the street. By the time it was over, 74 vehicles gone, stolen. Yeah, that's right. Fuck 12. This is for George Floyd. You know, out of all the stuff I've learned lately, fuck 12. For my Caucasian listeners out there that don't know, I've learned from these riots, these protests, and the death of George Floyd that fuck 12 means fuck the police. I don't know where the 12 comes from. I really don't. But I know that fuck 12 means fuck the police. Dealership owner Carlos Hildago says as a precaution against thefts, he had parked cars at all of the lot exits. It didn't matter. They start just ramming and ramming until they, they, they could clear them way, way out. I mean, they took out chains, they took out fence posts, uh, you name it. So it, it was, it was, it was a, a very malicious uh, deal. And the sad thing is, guys, if these thieves, these looters worked as hard at life to get a job, to make a career as they did in thieving and stealing, oh my God, they would be fucking unstoppable, for real. Because if you give a thief enough time and a will and a way, they'll figure out how to steal anything. It happened during a night of looting throughout San Leandro. Police were spread thin. Looters apparently using the George Floyd demonstrations as cover first swarmed the Marina Square shopping center. Then hundreds of people converged on the Dodge dealership just across the street. I don't know if this was a uh, uh, just a a uh, moment of opportunity for some of those individuals or if it was a kind of a precise planned operation. If I had to guess, this was definitely a planned heist. It had to be. You just don't decide, hey, look at that Dodge dealership. I've always wanted to drive a Hemi. Let's go in there and get the keys and take all these cars. No, this definitely had to be planned. It really did. Think about this. Had to be an inside job as well, too. Because if they had to figure out what keys went to what car, it would have taken them forever to get away with 70 goddamn cars. It just would have. Thieves broke into the showroom, got the lockbox open, and took the car keys, hitting alarm buttons to see what key went with which car. I've been an officer for 25 years here in the city of San Leandro, and this is the first time that I could say that I've been part of an investigation where 70-plus cars were stolen. 
Police say they have recovered at least 15 cars, including one 150 miles away in Kings County. Many have been chopped for parts. See, that's where a lot of people are confused. They think when a thief steals a car, they're going to resell it for somebody to drive around. No, you're not going to be able to with all the VIN numbers and stuff like that. It's just not happening. When they steal a car, it's meant for parts. And they're going to chop the hell out of it. And you're never, ever going to get any of that stuff back. If you do, it's just going to be a shell of a vehicle. As, as we're getting them back, you know, I got cars with no engines. That could be because many of the stolen vehicles have high-performance engines called Hellcats. Now, I'm not trying to be too technical here with this reporter, but him stating that fact that most of these cars had Hellcats in them, that sounds like some shit that he Googled just for the story. So he sounded like he knew what he was talking about. So he sounded like a car guy. And it just did not sound natural. Any car that's recovered in the San Leandro area where our technicians can respond, we're going to respond to those locations uh, and do some criminal uh, technician duties on those cars, such as fingerprints. I just wanted to play that story for you to show how brazen the looters are getting right now. I want to play this piece of audio for you first. George Carlin. And I'm sad. I'm really, really like depressed and sad that I did not appreciate George Carlin as much as I do now before he passed away. Because fuck, this guy was absolutely brilliant. And you know, who really turned me on to his brilliance is Manson. Manson from the Bubble Love Sponge Show, who is now doing Clusterfuck Radio. Just search Clusterfuck Radio. He's on all podcast platforms. Check it out, guys. You won't be disappointed. Him and his family put on a great, great show. I wanted to play this audio for you just to kind of give you an idea of why I've been questioning things as of late. I didn't want to be that conspiracy theory guy. I'm going to try and not interrupt it as much as I can. I may jump in and make my little comments here and there, but I'm just going to try to let this ride out as long as I can. There's just enough bullshit to hold things together in this country. Bullshit is the glue that binds us as a nation. Where would we be without our safe, familiar American bullshit? Land of the free, home of the brave, the American dream. All men are equal, justice is blind, the press is free, your vote counts. If you pay close attention and listen to the laughs in the background, it's not that usual laugh out belly laugh. It's not. It's that uncomfortable laugh because you want to know why? Because Carlin is dropping fucking truth bombs on everybody. I've been saying this. I really have been saying this. Your vote does not mean a goddamn thing. You want to know why? Because the politicians are in debt to the lobbyists. And nothing's going to change until that end. It won't. And you know why it's never going to end? Because all the other politicians are in on it. Our senators that have lifetime terms, yes, they got to get reelected, but there's no term limits in the Senate. And I think that's a lot of our problems right now, that these people can just get in and ride it out for the rest of their lives. Business is honest. The good guys win. The police are on your side. Oh, wow. That kind of hits home. That kind of like hits a nerve with everything we're going through right now in our country with the police. And this is like a 15 to 20 year old bit from George Carlin. The guy 
was a prophet. He was. God is watching you. Your standard of living will never decline. And everything is going to be just fine. The official national bullshit story. I call it the American Okie Doke. See, now, I don't feel so bad for becoming that conspiracy theory guy. Because it's not conspiracy theory. You get labeled as a conspiracy theorist because the government tries to make you look like a crazy person. They try to discredit you. And that's their game. Every one of those items is provably untrue at one level or another. But we believe them because they're pounded into our heads from the time we're children. That's what they do with that kind of stuff. They put it in the heads of kids. They pound it in there because kids, they know kids are too young to be able to mount a sophisticated argument against these kind of ideas. Okay, let's break down exactly what he just said. And I'm doing what I said I wasn't going to do. But this shit, he's hitting way too many points that are hitting home for me not to comment. He just brought up when we're kids, we just take in what we're told as fact. I don't think people are born racist. Let's be serious, people. Let's break this down. I do not believe that people are born racist. It's not hereditary. It's not in our genetics. It's not anything. It is taught. And do you want to know where it's taught from? Your family, your parents, your uncles, your cousins, your grandparents, whoever it may be, you're taught to be racist. You're not born a racist. And so uh, kids, and up to a certain age, by the way, kids are going to believe everything a grown-up tells them, everything. So they, so kids never learn to question things. Nobody questions things in this country anymore. Nobody questions things. Why? People are too fat and happy. People are way too fucking prosperous for their own good. Everyone's got a cell phone that'll make pancakes and rub their balls now, you know? So nobody wants, nobody wants to rock the boat. And people, people just... Uh, Gizmo, Americans have been silenced, bought off and silenced by gizmos and toys. And as a result, no one's ever learned to question things. No one questions things in this country. No one questions things. If I'm being honest, I played this George Carlin story to set up another topic that I wanted to get into. But after listening to it, I got to play this other one that I heard today about these kids in middle school that reenacted the George Floyd murder where the cop had his knee on the back of his neck and he couldn't breathe and ended up dying. Yes, these middle schoolers reenacted it. Dean, the Pleasant Hills police chief tells me that he couldn't believe what he was watching after countless people called the police department over the weekend to report the video. And then Steelers running back James Conner shared the video to his 420,000 followers with the caption, shake my head. I don't agree with what these kids did, but I also think it's kind of irresponsible of a professional athlete with that many followers retweeting something that some dumb, stupid kids did. They're minors. Now, this professional athlete's followers, what happens if they see the video? They get pissed off and they're mad because these kids did something dumb. What if his fans do some type of bodily harm or physical damage to these minors? I really do think that this football player should be held responsible because you want to know why? Even though what these kids did was dumb, it's protected by the First Amendment, right? How dumb is our country? When? You can't say words like shit, cocksucker, motherfucker, titties, piss asshole, all that stuff on the radio. You want to know what is allowed on the radio? The N-word. 
It is not against the law. It's not against any FCC fines to be racist. It's not. I've worked in radio long enough to know that there is no FCC fines when it comes to racism. You want to know what happens to all these radio guys that get fired because of racist shit that they say? It's because sponsors start pooling their money. When you start fucking with a radio station's money, that's when you're going to get your ass immediately fired. We do want to warn you that the video is disturbing. Barricades now block the entrance to Pleasant Hills Middle School after a viral video captured two students allegedly mocking the death of George Floyd. Back to what I was saying. You want to know why they got barricades up? Why they have extra security? Because this asshole athlete, yes, I know it's out in the public, but as an athlete, when you have a lot to lose, you got to be smart before you retweet or share shit on social media. You can't tell me that all of this publicity doesn't have anything to do with this football player from the Steelers sharing that. That's the only thing I can think of. Yes, it's dumb what these kids did, especially with all the stuff we're going through right now. But you can't tell me this professional athlete sharing it didn't have something to do with it. Please, sir, stop it. I cannot breathe. Please, sir. I'm going to die. <laughs> the kids were not even doing the stereotypical voice that you hear Caucasians do when they're trying to do a black accent. Fuck. That was an Indian accent. And I'm not talking about the Native Americans. I'm talking about people from the country of India. And I know that voice very well because I get nothing but spam calls. And when I try to get customer support, it's always somebody from India. So I know exactly what an Indian accent sounds like. The West Jefferson Hills School Superintendent confirming that this video does in fact show two district middle school students. The district learned of the video on Sunday morning, according to a statement, shortly before Pleasant Hills Police received a call. We became aware of it. It was sent to us on Saturday evening. Um, we were shocked, uh, disheartened, disgusting video. Can I ask a serious question? Why is even law enforcement involved? Nobody broke any laws. What these kids did is not against the law. Is it in bad taste? Yes. It is. It really is. Like I said, especially with all the bullshit we're going through right now. Yeah, it's not the best thing you could have done, but no laws were broken. It's just dumb kids being dumb. Expect to see an increase in officer patrols across the South Hills and along Route 51. Pleasant Hills Police Chief Ryan Finnerty said he's also sending his officers to a planned demonstration Wednesday at the Southland Shopping Plaza. The students, uh, they want to do a demonstration and their parents, because that's not who they are, and they're really disheartened themselves. They want to show that this is not them. This is not who they stand for, and that this is a disturbing video. And also, it takes away from what really happened about uh, George Floyd. Please, stop it. I cannot breathe. <laughs> I know I'm going to get some hate for this. These kids were not in blackface. They were not painted up as black people. The voice, the accent, everything they were doing was not a African-American voice. They never say George Floyd. I don't think that they do. I haven't seen all the video, but from what the media played for us, Back to what I've been saying about how you can't trust the media. If they didn't say George Floyd and they just made it seem like this was all about George Floyd, that's kind of irresponsible on the media's part as well.
Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by PocketPairClub.com. With Pocket Pair Club, you can play in live poker games right on your mobile device. You can also play in tournaments, at cash tables, or just for fun. They have Texas Hold'em and Pot Limit Omaha. Pocket Pair Club doubles the first deposit bonus. There's a daily $1,000 free roll and a $50,000 nightly tournament. And it's all certified by Gaming Labs. Use referral ID 411-507. That's 411-507 when you visit PocketPairClub.com. All right, what's up, guys? Yeah, going to keep this short. I had all intentions of going into another store. And I wasn't going to talk about this. I, I really wasn't. But today, I've talked about this. When I wake up in the morning, I look at my analytics. And if you don't know what analytics means, it's all the statistics of my podcast. And I've been doing really, really well. And I don't want you to think it was a dramatic drop because it wasn't. But I got to admit, today was the first day in almost three weeks that I had less downloads than I did the previous day. Now, that means either two things. People don't want to hear politics or the people that are listening to this podcast are nothing but a bunch of racist fucking assholes. They support Trump and they think that I'm anti-Trump. I'm not. I'm anti-politician, people. Radio listeners, podcast listeners just hear what they want to hear and they hear me critiquing their almighty orange leader. And they think, ah, fuck Tuttle. You guys that all claim to be Americans, you are less than Americans because my opinions, my truths are too much for you to handle. And I got this email. I'm going to read this email for you guys. I want you to hear what I got from somebody. And then after I read this email, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. What's up, Tuttle? Less politics. There's a million channels already looking for distractions and entertainment. If you listen to the podcast, I've said that. I've said that every day since the beginning of the fucking coronavirus that I don't like doing this type of radio. I don't, people. I fucking despise it. The guy is being truthful. I'm not mad at him. He's right. There are tons of talking heads and political talk show hosts. There are. And I don't want to be one of those guys. I would like to talk about personal experiences. But guess what? With everything going on right now, do you think I have any personal experiences going on? I barely leave the area that I live in called the Hobo Fish Camp. You want to know why? I'm not one of those people that is taking the coronavirus way too seriously. But you want to know why I'm taking it seriously? Because my parents are in their fucking 70s. Both have underlying conditions, health conditions, and I don't want to take that chance. Pitch yourself in my shoes, people. What if I ended up picking up this virus from a random person and brought it home and my parents got sick and died from it? Do you know how fucking guilty I would feel? I already have a messed up brain. I was in a mental institution for eight days. Do you not think that I am just biting at the bit? wanting to go out to these protests right now and get that audio, get that content. Because you know, if you're a listener of mine, if you're a supporter of mine, you know I'm not scared. 
to do man on the street stuff. I don't get embarrassed. I'm not afraid to ask any question. You want to know why? I've had my ass whipped way too many times. I've been tortured by Bubba in the various radio shows that I've worked on. And pain is not my issue. So I'll ask any question. I don't give a fuck if I get my ass kicked. I really don't. I don't care if I get arrested. The only thing that makes me not want to get arrested is going to a jail where I'll most likely get infected with the coronavirus and then bring it home to my parents and they die. So yeah, I wish I had more personal experiences, but right now I can't do that. This will be the last show that I do for a while, unless something really big happens that's going to be serious or political. So from this point forward, I don't care what it is. It will be the most random shit. It's going to be the most random bullshit that you've ever heard. It'll be entertaining. Like tomorrow, I got to do laundry for my parents. I'm going to record me doing the laundry. If I have to go to the store for them tomorrow, I'm going to record that. Uh, There's this guy in the park that looks interesting. I'm going to go interview him. I'm going to go down to the boat ramp and interview people there. I got to work out tomorrow. I'm going to record my workout. So it's going to be the most random shit out of nowhere. And that's all I'm going to do. It might be a shorter show, but I promise you, whatever I talk about tomorrow, it won't be coronavirus related, won't be George Floyd, won't be the protests, won't be the riots, won't be the looters, will not be about Donald J. Trump number 45. I'm going to do the type of radio you want because I'm trying to build a following. I'm trying to build a podcast following because this is my backup plan, people. Radio is too unstable not to have a backup plan. So I guess that's what I got to do. And you got to super serve your supporters. And that's what I want. All right, guys, hope you have a great day. Make sure you follow me on Twitter. If you're going to follow me on any social media, follow me on Twitter. It's easy. At Tuttle. Tuttle with two Ds. T-U-D-D-L-E. All right, guys, hope you have a great night. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for checking out Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and share the show. Subscribe to Tuttle's YouTube page, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. Follow Tuttle on all forms of social media at Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E. And email the show anytime, Tuttle at gmail.com. Additional imaging and bits provided by CCA Productions. Visit facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. This has been Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?